Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This is People Every Day. Coming up, Meghan Markle makes an emotional appeal for paid leave for new parents and in the process reminds everyone that before the tiaras, she was just like all of us. Plus, Scott Disick is in his feelings and distancing himself from newly engaged ex, Courtney, and her family. And what Jamie Lee Curtis told people about supporting her transgender daughter, Ruby. It's October 21st. Hi, folks. This is People Every Day, and I'm your host, Janine Rubenstein. It's Thursday, and there's a lot floating around out there. A quick fun headline to start you off. Cardi B and U star Penn Badgley are fanning out over one another, and it's bringing me so much joy. While Badgley was giving an interview about the new season of U on Netflix, he mentioned his appreciation for Cardi and how she uses social media so organically. So naturally, Cardi took to social media after seeing the video to express her excitement over the actor even knowing who she is. She tweeted, OMFG, he knows me, (laughs) and added, yo, I'm like famous, famous. I smell a Cardi cameo on the next season of You. Well, moving on to some updates to Kourtney Kardashian's happy engagement news and her, not surprisingly, unhappy ex, Scott Disick. So a source tells people that Scott is taking time away from the Kardashians to, quote, make his peace with Courtney's engagement to Travis Barker. According to the source, when it comes to Scott, at first it seemed like it was just a casual relationship to him, nothing serious. So he pretty much put that on mute, hasn't been giving it too much brain power, thinking that eventually they'd break up. But that didn't happen, and now he's being forced to deal with it, which is uncomfortable. He knows he has to lean into the discomfort and get past it. He understands that it's not Courtney's job or Travis's job to make him okay with this. It's his job. And if he's going to co-parent with Courtney, which he has been, he has to process this. (laughs) I mean, you got to move on, Scott. Notably, in his and Courtney's many years in and out of a relationship and raising their three children, Scott never proposed. So yeah, I think Beyonce had a song about that. All right, now, for someone that did put a ring on it, Luis Louis Ruelas just popped the question to girlfriend and Real Housewives of New Jersey star, Teresa Giudice. Yes, table flipping Teresa is engaged to her Louis, her boyfriend of over a year now. And a source tells people the proposal, which took place in Greece on Tuesday, was magical, saying, quote, the choreographed fireworks display illuminated a marry me sign as Louis got down on one knee. Teresa was completely completely surprised. Though, I mean, if you look at the pictures on People.com, she looks gorgeous and pretty prepared for the moment. I am so happy for her and her second chance at love. She's 49 now, and this comes years after her split from husband Joe and all of that drama. But Louis has met Joe and their girls, and he is all in. So kudos to them. Well, guys, we have a lot more to dig into today. So to help, I am bringing in the big guns, which for our purposes is People's Head of Digital, Zoe Ruderman. Hey, you. Hello. How's it going? 
It's going, it's going. Well, the first person I want to talk about today is Meghan Markle. The Duchess of Sussex sent an open letter to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer yesterday as part of the Paid Leave for All campaign. In it, she argues for paid family leave for new parents and talks about how her own experiences as a new mom informed that decision. Now, the reason Markle and so many celebrities are talking about this now is because President Biden's plan for up to 12 weeks of paid leave for new parents is on the chopping block as lawmakers look for cuts in his $3.5 trillion economic agenda. So, Zoe, this is very much in your wheelhouse, especially given your new podcast that's all about moms and mom needs. Um, What stuck out to you about this letter? So I think what stuck out to me is how emotional and personal it was. It's been, you know, we know that Megan speaks out, um, but she's very sort of controlled in her message. This got really personal. She mentioned her kids. She mentioned growing up without a lot of money. So she talked about how going out to Sizzler and doing the $4.99 salad bar was like a real treat for her family. And she actually said like, I think it might have even been less than $4.99 back then. She couldn't remember. <laughs> this so stuck out to me because I used to think Sizzler was like a fancy place. Like, I was so excited and we would go. And I just remember, like, this was like a nice restaurant. And then I, I asked my grandma and she was like, it's because we go after church that everyone's dressed up. Like, because we went oh, one time. Funny. And I was like, why isn't everyone dressed up? Like, <laughs> what's going on? She was like, it's because we went after church, baby. This is not like a fancy I place. I love that. You're like, this is Cipriani. Look at how fancy everyone is with their hats. That's so funny. Well, I'm a big fan of Olive Garden. So I think that you do not have to spend a lot of money for a good meal. But yeah, you know, she really opened up. And like you said, this is part of the legislation that's on the chopping block. So she felt like this is my moment to come forward, invoke my four-month-old daughter. You know, she talked about how Mm. she and Harry both took 20 weeks paid parental leave, which is what Archwell affords to their employees, which includes Megan and Harry. Um, And as a reminder, we are one of the few developed countries that does not guarantee this for workers. You know, this legislation could impact part-time gig employees. Like it's really, really far sweeping and it's really important. I mean, Janine, we're both newish moms. We both took the time that was allotted to us and it's so important. It's, I cannot imagine having gone back to work after seven days or two weeks or even a month. Absolutely. Well, moving on to a story I know we both love. Gwyneth Paltrow is one of our cover stars this week. She brought all our favorite goop vibes. And by that, I mean, yes, we did publish her um, vibrator recommendation. But there was one part of the interview that really surprised me. I'm I'm just going to play it. Listen. We do not talk about sex. No. The kids, like (laughs) teenagers, do not want to talk about sex with their mother ever. Uh, so I just try to be neutral. And if they need me for something, I'm there. Wow. Like, am I alone? Or did you also think that she was the mom who would push the sex conversation? Oh, my God. Of course. That answer shocked me when I heard it. I was like, she's the one who's sitting down over dinner, like using the correct anatomical words for body parts. And like the, like the parent who all the kids are like, oh, my God, stop talking about this. And like, she is all about breaking down barriers. And I have to say... I think that she should be talking to her kids about sex. Oh, yeah. I mean, if my mom were Gwyneth Paltrow, I would be like, yeah, let's, you know, yeah. you're pretty cool. I feel like you could share some interesting things. I know. I was, I, that just surprised me completely. I use the correct anatomical <laughs> words um, with, with my son. And my mom was like, oh, 
what? Why is he saying that? I know. Don't you feel like, like it sounds a little bit taboo? It's so funny you say that because I feel like all the other parents are like, you're wee-wee, you're pee-pee, you're no-no, yeah. you're no-no. Like, what kind of language is that? And I'm like, your penis. I'm yep, glad I'm not the exactly. only mom. You, me, and Gwyneth, we're holding it down. At a pool party. And he's like, mommy, the water is really cold. It's making my penis cold. To me. <laughs> Just my mom. Like, oh, no. Um, but then you can't but, laugh because you're, like, not supposed to create an environment of exactly. shame or humor. It's like, whatever you feel exactly. is okay. Well, Zoe, I have just one more very important question for you. Um, who had the best Halloween candy house in your neighborhood growing up? Hands down, it was the house next door, the Kivitz. They handed out <laughs> a full chocolate bar. And not like a Hershey bar, a oh, yeah. fancy chocolate bar. Like the one that like you would go to CVS and buy individually. They yes. had a basket of it. It seemed to never run out. And every kid on Kenilworth Road in my town <laughs> would go right to the Kivitz. And then they would try to like go back, but they knew that they could not allow mm. that. But yeah, that was by far the best house. Well, well I asked because Tom Brady says his house, which famously does not include candy for his own children, has the best stuff for trick-or-treaters. He talked about it on his Let's Go podcast. So let's take a listen. We had a good candy. I was remembering early days of uh in elementary school and we'd go trick-or-treating and you'd always go to the houses that gave away great candy i mean if you come by our house you get great candy so <laughs> how does this work like i mean they do not eat candy like, okay i just want to point Giselle out i want to point out one thing tom brady is not mm -hmm. going to be at home on halloween because he's going to be on the road playing football mm. so giselle is going to be holding it down at the brady household okay. so let's wait and see if she's really handing out the full chocolate bar or if she's <laughs> handing out like is she the house that hands out the boxes of raisins so i remember a few years ago um giselle actually talked to people and she explained that her kids came home had their, mm -hmm. their basket of candy and they each tried one piece and because yeah. they didn't usually have that kind of sugar i imagine she meant they normally eat fruit, which in my book does not count mm -hmm. as sugar. They were like, oh, we don't like this. So she actually gave away all of their candy with their blessing. So I would like to mm. fact check this after October 31st with some of the people Absolutely. in the neighborhood and see what they're actually getting. I, that This would be the first I've ever heard of a kid getting a Snickers or a Reese's or a Starburst and saying, but mom, give me the orange slice. Exactly. I'm with you. I don't know if I <laughs> but, buy it. But okay. But okay. Zoe, thank you so much for going through all this. Anytime you want to talk about sex and candy, you know I'm your girl, Janine. <laughs> Next up, I sit down with People's Jason Sheeler to discuss his revealing interview with Jamie Lee Curtis and her daughter, Ruby. They go back to the moment that Ruby shared with her family that she's transgender. Stick around. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. I am back now. So many good stories to cover today. And there is just one more 
that caught my eye and kind of pulled at my heartstrings. In this week's issue of People, we had the chance to sit down with award-winning actress Jamie Lee Curtis and her daughter, Ruby. Just last year, Ruby came out as trans to her parents. This week, they both shared what that journey has been like for the whole family. This was the very first time Ruby has publicly talked about her story, and People's Jason Sheeler was the one who interviewed her and Jamie Lee Curtis. He's here now to fill us in. Hi, Jason. Hi, Janine. Thank you for having me. I And to talk about this, you're right, to talk about a very um, special and, dare I say, important story. For sure. So let's talk about the moment that uh, Ruby came out to her parents last year. She told you, quote, it was scary. Uh, just the sheer fact of telling them something about me, they didn't know. So, so Jason, how exactly did that conversation go for you two? As um as Ruby remembers it, when I sat down with with Ruby and and her mother Jamie Lee, Ruby was Ruby used words like scary and intimidating, and it wasn't in any way. Um, it actually, although those are negative words, it wasn't um, in any negative connotation. Ruby made it clear that that she had always been fully accepted by by her parents. It was just that mm. it's it's an open family, it's a loving family, and so it was uncomfortable. For, for Ruby to be telling them something that that they did not already know, you know, and that's, I can only imagine what that's like to just have to have this huge conversation, you know, with your parents. And in fact, they were all in the backyard and and Ruby was, was going to tell them and Ruby was not able to tell them. And so later she texted her mother, Jamie Lee, and, um, and Jamie, of course, immediately called. And as Jamie Lee says, you know, the tears were involved and then, and then the conversation started. Wow. The idea that, you know, it took, a text conversation. I just remember hearing that, that sometimes that's the easiest way to communicate with your children, uh, that it's it's more comfortable. So that's so interesting. It's also, um, it's, that, it's also a very, a very modern coming out story, right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about Jamie Lee. Um, finding out your child is trans must have been an experience. The, the questions that come to mind are, you know, did she know and, and what does she think about it? Um, but what did she say went through her mind and, and what were her first steps? That was part of this. This, this story ran as, as a Q&A in, in our magazine. And that was one of my questions is, you know, I asked her, I said, Jamie Lee, there is that expression, a mother knows. And what Jamie Lee told told us is that she knew Ruby had had a boyfriend. She knew that Ruby had used the word by, um, but but and I think this is really important. That this was important for for me to know and, and to and to remember, you know, as an LGBTQI plus person. I mean, for our readers to know is that 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 gender identity and sexual orientation those are two separate things. And and, and Jamie Lee underscored that for us all. And Jamie said to me, she said, "Did you have you know when you asked, did you have an inkling that Ruby was trans?" I would say no. And and take me a little more into um, their process of, you said they have always been accepting and supportive, um, but what were some of the things they they did to embrace this new phase in Ruby's life? I was really, you know, kind of dumbstruck when she said that, like, I'm a student. She's like, I'm, I'm here to learn. The very first thing she said is Ruby had referred to herself by by her by her dead name. And and by her by her former name, which which I'm not going to say here out of respect for Ruby, but Ruby had said it, and Jamie Lee stopped and said, "Look, I I have never heard her say that name, and it doesn't fit anymore." Is is what is what Jamie Lee told me, and she said that of course was the hardest thing, just the regularity of the word, the name that you'd given a child, the name that you'd been saying their entire life, 
And so mm. at first that was the challenge. And, and then of course, just, just, just the pronouns, you know, and, and she said that my husband, and I still slip occasionally and Ruby was very quick to say, I don't get mad at them for that. And so what I, what I loved and what I was inspired by is, is the honesty and the forgiveness and the grace with which mother and daughter were, were, were treating each other. Wow. And then just take me into the interview a little bit. Um, what what was this like? What was their vibe like? And um, just I always wonder how these things wrap up. What I thought was important, what I thought was was great to put in my story, which I thought was, which is to say, let them say it themselves, is that Ruby is a private person. Ruby was a private person before this mm-hmm. interview. And Ruby wants to remain a private person. And Jamie Lee made that really clear also, you know, that that she is she is a performer she's an actress she's been a spokesperson an author I mean she's there's there's not many things Jamie Lee Curtis hasn't done yeah but her children are, are private individuals and what I love that that Ruby said is that I'm not doing this like my mother being famous has nothing to do with with why I'm coming out publicly that she's tried to stay out of the spotlight for many years or has done her best to but mm-hmm. as Ruby told us I'm happy to be more visible if it helps others. And that's what I loved so much about this story is that Ruby came forward to share her experience just to help others. And look, she like she said, helping others is something everybody should do. That she doesn't think it's only like a household thing in the in the Curtis household, right? It should be a human, it should be a human thing. That was People Editor Jason Sheeler discussing Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, Ruby, sharing that she is transgender. For more on this story, head over to People.com. And now, something to make you smile. Culinary star and former judge of the Great British Bake Off, Mary Berry, knows what it's like to give out awards, but this time, she was on the receiving end. On Wednesday, the 86-year-old chef was named Dame Commander for her cooking and charity work by Prince Charles at Windsor Castle. After the ceremony, she said she was very honored and hopes to continue creating recipes that all families can enjoy together. I hope I encourage people to bake and to cook because my recipes are are fairly simple. So if you're wondering, how does a famous chef who is a newly minted dame celebrate? (laughs) With food, of course. Mary Berry said the award-winning meal that she would go home to was a good old sandwich with her children. (laughs) I love it. Low-key feasting, plus being honored by a prince, all in a day's work. Well, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow. 